This is episode 9 of the Texas Cavalry Podcast. Hello. Hey, everybody. Episode 9. Episode 9. <laughs> of the Texas Cavalry Podcast. Podcast. We are wrapping up this inaugural season of the, the, of the podcast. Of the podcast. Season 2 will be coming to you... Uh, in live in 2016. In 2016. At some point. So this is our season finale. Uh-huh. And we'll kind of we'll kind of we'll get around to that at the yeah, end we'll of it. it. But, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. That, that's how we'll close it off. You're right. Um, to start it off... We have some shout-outs. Shout-out to DCQC for picking up the Mid-Atlantic Regional Championship. That's a big win. We'll taking talk, it. We'll talk that talk about that lifting it up yeah tucking it under their belt yeah moving on moving on (laughs) who was a who did they beat in the finals i believe it was penn state wow the first time these two teams had been in the finals of their region's regional yeah championship yeah that was an interesting regional yeah there are a lot of you know number one rutgers getting upset (laughs) by by that was something george mason that was something for the first time ever. Nobody saw that coming. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, another big tournament that happened this last weekend was Diamond Cup. They did qualify, though. Yes. Continue. Records did qualify. Continue. Yes. Uh, was uh, Diamond Cup hosted by Texas State and the wonderful Beth Clem. That was, yep. that was a great tournament. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about that in a second. But shout out to Texas State for winning their first ever tournament. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I talk a lot I mean, about growth. How, how, long, how long has it been since Texas State's been around? Uh, they were around. Since their, let's see, Mardi Gras Mardi Cup. Mardi Gras Cup. Yeah, so that was like. 2012. Yeah. So it's been a while. Okay, I don't want to since, that. <laughs> since then. Since then. Since uh, 2012. I talk a lot about growth, and this is a cool, this is cool to see the team grow and, and get that, that big W. Yeah. That they've been longing for. Yeah. They beat the University of Texas. They beat. Uh, Texas A&M. They beat Lone Star. They beat Lone Star. Yeah. They beat OSU and... Did they also play Tech? Yeah, they also played Tech. They, you know, they beat those teams. They had some rough games, but uh, they pulled it out. A lot of close games, yeah. yeah. So, they really beat the major. I mean... A lot of the top teams. Yeah. In, in, yeah. in, the, in the Southwest at this tournament. So, I think um, that's, a, that's a huge statement. Yeah. So, shout out to them. Mm-hmm. Um, were there any other... Um, I mean, I think Beth Clem deserves yeah. a, another special that, recognition that was, for her time at Texas State yeah. and uh, the running of this tournament. She definitely hustled around. Uh, the <laughs> There's one point before a game, uh, one, one of our games, that she came by the field and she was, you know, asking, what, why isn't this game started? What do we need? Th- this is something I heard her ask when I was refing games. And when I was playing games, she was going to these fields. Um, so she was doing this at every single field, every single time slot, going to these fields and saying, what do we need to get this game started? Right. And not, then, not, not waiting around for it to be past the time to get it started, but yeah. saying, we're going to get this started on time, and what do we need to get that done? Extremely proactive um, with, with every time slot. Um, games were starting more or less within five minutes of of their projected start time Mm -hmm. and you know some games went to overtime uh at least one game i was driving went to overtime and 
And not only that, but the tournament ended on time. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. And I think bracket play got started early. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were uh, able to, to start. Yeah, yeah. I, drove, I was driving down, and I was hoping to be there in time for, like, the 5-10 games, but they got pushed up to 4:45. Still made it in time. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, that's awesome that... It was just a great tournament. It was yeah. just an awesome tournament. And, and oh, so before one of our games, she was like, what do we need to get this game started? Oh, yeah. And I think the ref had said something like, we just need one more AR. I'm waiting for my AR. And she said, that's fine. I'll do it. And so she, she AR'd, I think, until somebody came and AR'd, or somebody may have came and picked up her spot, because I don't think she AR'd the whole game. But, like, that's, um, that's I mean, like, sh- you know, putting yourself... Practicing what you preach. Practicing what you yeah. preach. Put yourself in the place, like in the right place, so that way you can succeed. Yeah, I thought you know, I definitely don't think the tournament would have been run as smoothly as it was without her. Um, and I, I look forward to seeing whoever's next to, uh, kind of step into those, those shoes into that place of that organization yeah. and. Uh, because she's been, definitely been, like, crucial to, I'm sure, their fundraising efforts, to mm-hmm. their organization efforts, their recruitment efforts. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see where they go going forward without her. Yeah. Uh, um. Other things, I, I would, uh, one thing I noticed at this tournament, uh, from what I saw from scores and what I saw from gameplay, mm-hmm. was that I think now, like, I think before in past seasons we've kind of, like, had... Like, we've had the top-tier teams, and, like, that were, like, these are the top-tier teams. And then anything below that was kind of, like, very up in the air, very not really sure what's going on here. Mm -hmm. And I think this tournament sort of set, uh, like, helped clear that up a little bit this season. Um, We still have, like, the very clear top teams of of Cavalry and Lone Star, Texas State, um, UT, and I think A&M making, like, a good push up into the top as well mm-hmm. uh but then after that like i think we have some like clear favorites of like who's next in line and it's kind of like osu and texas tech and uh uh do you mean do you have anything to add to that yeah uh i mean we played oh sam houston i think making a big and utsa like all these teams like these teams are making like big stances of being like yeah they're kind of closing closing the gap a little yeah. bit um well that and just differentiating themselves from like the lower tier teams instead of being like oh yeah we're, we're close to them it's like we're not close to those top tier or those bottom tier teams like we're in this set middle ground you know trying to close from two to one instead of closing from instead of distancing from three to two yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 um yeah and and just kind of looking at the scores the tech beat gumbo uh 80 to 50 so you know it was 50 50 whenever the the snitch was caught mm-hmm. and gumbo kind of going into the season was looking like one of the one of the up and coming community yeah. teams that was going to be up there um so far they've yet to prove you know any any merit um at least without Brad um let's see uh, there was a close game between Texas State and OSU. And a oh well, yeah, Texas State and A and M in bracket play. Yeah. That went into overtime. Uh, the final score is one eighty one fifty, and then the you said OSU and Texas State. Oh, Texas State, yeah, one twenty one forty. Yeah. With Texas State picking up the grab, um, that says something about OSU. Yeah, definitely. And, I, like I'm excited about that because I I I always think they have such potential and 
it's cool to see them growing. And I remember we talked to Hayden before the finals, and he was on, uh, I think he was assistant refing, and he was talking to me and Kenny, and he was, like, really excited. He was like, you know, like, we were, like, leading before a snitch guy, like, they were so close to, like, winning, but, like, he was just excited that, like, yeah. they were ahead of uh, quaffle points. Yeah, and you look at OSU, they, they, they beat UTSA yeah. in overtime, 130-90. Um, they lost to LSQC in the bracket, uh, in, in their bracket play game, 180-70. to um, So, they were down eight goals when the snitch was caught. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't... It I mean, you look, at, you look at our game against LSQC, we were... I mean, they definitely beat us. We were down five goals um, before the snitch was caught. So, I, w- I would have... I know after or before the finals, uh, Hayden came over and he was like, man, we want to play you guys. You know, mm-hmm. the OSU, um, definitely on the up and up. Yeah. And they it's, look it's, like they're coming together really cool well this see year. them close that gap. And yeah. And, you know, you always talk about growth, Becky, that I you do. like to see growth. And OSU is definitely a team, a team that they're a team that's that, grown. They're interesting because every, every summer, like, you see more and more of the people on their team participating in, in summer quidditch and in those fantasy tournaments. Um, and like ways to make them themselves better, and, and you know you don't just grow as a team; like you have to grow as in- individuals too. Um, mm-hmm. And so they, I think they're they're showing that that growth that I like to see. Yeah, for sure. Um, Sam Houston, you mentioned something about them. Uh, they they lost to Arkansas sixty one thirty, so they're down forty at the time of the, the grab. Yeah. Uh, that was in bracket play. Okay. Um, yeah, I wasn't really sure. Uh, all I know is I know they like had like a really big win over, like AQ, which was just like it was just like a killer score, and I was like, what the heck happened? What the heckity hoo ha hey, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of I those. Know, I don't even know what this score. One sixty forty. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a big score. Um, I mean like yeah, AQ is like one of the bottom tier teams right now, but um, I mean like that's a score that you know, someone, like, a higher-tier team would be, like, showing mm-hmm. that dominance. Um, but I don't know. I mean, it's definitely... What I'm saying here is that, like, OSU and, like, Tech, I think, are, like, sh- closing the distance, and it's cool to see that since we don't see them play that often. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, and I'm kind of looking at the at the, the lower-tier teams at this tournament. Um, the Lumber, Lumberjack played Sharknados and lost 150-30. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sharknado's, they didn't really, um, try to confirm before I say anything. Yeah. But yeah, they didn't really do anything against any of the higher tier teams. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that was just a really good game for them. Uh, I know Silver Phoenix, uh, they went to overtime with UTSA. Oh, wow. Yeah. I happened to be refing that game. Um... And they, yeah, they they made the grab. They were down thirty. You know, it was fifty. Mm. I don't know. I thought it was fifty eighty. And uh, and then Silver Phoenix made the grab, and they went in overtime against UTSA. And then they lost in overtime, but only by one goal. Oh wow! And was so, the snitch caught or no? No, no, oh. it went to time. So they were losing by one goal, and I know that their keeper had the ball. And he was moving it downfield, and I started giving the countdown, and he shot the ball, and it was nowhere near going in in the hoop. But, but I was just <laughs> thinking, yeah, you know, it wouldn't have taken that much to take it to double overtime, 
which would have made things even more interesting. Do you think that has any like that says something either about Silver Phoenix or UTSA? I think UTSA is a team that plays kind of to, to the their team. opponents. Right. But being there, like refing the game and seeing what was going on, I definitely think that it was more a testament to Silver Phoenix than UTSA. Like UTSA wasn't playing a terrible game, you know, they were right. so Yeah, Silver they were Phoenix a little sloppy, like but yeah, Silver Phoenix were definitely playing better than I've seen them at any tournament really. Mm-hmm. I, I really thought that they did well this tournament. I see what you're saying being though, in about a pool with them. UTSA playing to like who their opponents mm-hmm. are and that like you know, they they played close they had a close game I think at one I don't know when against UT at I think was it that, that was Wolfpack. Wolfpack. Yeah. So I mean, like they play a close game against them, but then they have like a, a closer game against Silver Phoenix. You know, it's just like, wh- what you doing, y'all? I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, it's an interesting I mean, when the, teams when that happens. That, there's been less of that this season with right. UTSA for sure. Uh, I've always felt that they've been a team that kind of like, you know, they they come close to upsetting a, a higher tier team, and then they lose to you know a lower tier team. Right. Um, but they. I don't think they've had any, like, real notable losses. Well, they lost to Arkansas, 130-60. Um, Arkansas and UTSA seem to have, like, a lot of similarities in that they... And, like, where they stand. Yeah. I, yeah, I would put them both, both of those teams in the same kind of grouping. So if you... Okay, so rank Tech, OSU, UTSA, and Arkansas, since they're all kind of, like, are lumped together often. Yeah, I definitely think that's a pretty good tier. Um... I would say, again, I I didn't I didn't get to see Tech play too much. Right. Uh, I saw a little bit of, of their game against. I, I saw Tech against OSU. Texas. I know that one. What was yeah. the score with Tech I, and OSU? One ten fifty. Okay. Yeah, I know it was close at one point. Yeah, I know those two kind of go back game and forth. It was close at one point. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, Texas and Tech. That was like a. Uh, the, the score did not show. The score was like one twenty thirty, which isn't very a dominating score when it should be, I guess, so to speak. LSU definitely put up a fight. I mean, in in their games, they put up a lot more goals, a lot more points than I'm used to seeing them uh, Uh, put up. uh, But but rank. Uh, Yeah, so I would say OSU. uh, OSU, Arkansas, UTSA Tech, in that order. Okay. Um... I would love to see UTSA and Tech play. Mm-hmm. To really I, like know where everyone stands. Yeah, um, because and the I think OSU's ranking in in of those four uh, is kind of clear cut. I mean, they beat UTSA and Tech mm-hmm. at this tournament, and um, Arkansas beat UTSA, so it's just kind of right. Easy, easy to put together, but I, I would love to see OSU and Arkansas and UTSA and uh, Tech play. Uh, do you know what teams are going to Alamo Cup? Uh, just out of curiosity. Uh, I don't know yet, but I'm sure we'll talk about that in our first episode yeah. of season <laughs> two. Season two. Um, so, yeah, so Diamond Cup was very well run. Really interesting tournament uh, to see where people are standing and kind of like. People really thought that like Lone Star was like oh they're like they're the clear cut like number ones of the region and I don't think that that's true, um, just because I think this weekend kind of or this past weekend kind of shows that like it can be anyone any given like weekend at the moment. 
Yeah, and and uh, this was this was their first tournament with you know a complete roster, um, not necessarily you know with everybody that they have um, on on the roster. Right. Like it's not. I wouldn't say it was their best twenty one, but they they did have a full roster. Uh huh. Um, and they definitely played. Well, I thought. Right. Um, yeah. I'm not, I, I'm not saying like they were like. Yeah, but, but yeah, they, they are human, yeah, and like, I think everybody, a lot, especially out-of-region teams, hold them um, to, you know, kind of like as as these, I don't know, well, they, I mean, they think that they're immortal, but they're definitely, yeah. you know, just in a, they're no different from any other team in that well, yeah. they don't show up and play that they can, and the other team does, they, they can lose. And well, and going into the season, I think... We all saw the roster for their team, and we were like, oh, shoot, like, this is going to be, I mean, this is a lot of experienced people, a lot of athletic people, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, I think you're right. Like, it shows that, hey, it's okay. Like, everyone, like, they're beatable, just yeah. like every it, team is beatable, you know. Yeah, like, and kind of going back to that, looking at the roster at the start of the season, the, it, it was a scary thing to look at, I, I thought, um, for a lot of people. To, to see that this team is bringing back so many people and then adding on, mm-hmm. you know, more solid players. But that the, that initial reaction has yet to really been yeah, has uh, it, has backed it. up at yeah. all, you know, uh, other than Breakfast Taco, which they definitely dominated, uh, and they came out strong. But, but that's best when I think they should, of course, dominate because that's when you're going against inexperienced teams with yeah. the most experienced mm-hmm. team. For sure. But... Um, but yeah, I mean that kind of wraps it up. I think for yeah. Diamond Cup, um, just our input on what we saw yeah. and noticed. Um, so now, so now there's not a lot of tournaments going on between now and Bat City Showcase. Uh, if is that Baylor tournament still happening? Uh, Brooms on the Brazos. Yeah, and and Alamo Cup. So like yeah. those are like the next three tournaments. But that's a long break between now and then. Yeah, so, it's you know it's like was it two, seventy two plus days. Oh, you you you're counting. I see. Uh, it was just an it's an estimate. <laughs> so what what are like some things that uh, would be best for teams to to do? Start starting now, uh, to to be prepared for those tournaments in the spring. Well, I think the first thing that they can do is follow us on Instagram. Yeah. Um, as we'll be posting videos over the break of. Things that you can do to be getting better yeah, <laughs> over like, the break. Yeah, because, like, when you're on break, like, oftentimes, like, you're not with your team. And so, like, of course you can always be working out. But, like, you know, we'll be posting videos of things that, like, you can do by yourself or with others. Yeah. Or with a small a small group of people mm-hmm. to, to better. Yeah, and we may even put the, some some uh, things up on YouTube. Yeah. Um, and we would love your input. You know, if there's something that you would like to see us doing that's, any bit relevant, really. Yeah. Uh, just tweet at us, and I think one of the one of the things in moving into this time uh, is to stay healthy. Right. Um, you know, I've seen people get injured over the break doing things. You know, playing other sports and stuff. That's right. fine. Like, stay active, but just stay healthy. Keep in mind that your team does need you. Um, and I mean, just because you're on break from playing tournaments doesn't mean that like it's it's time to like binge eat and 
you know, yeah. lose all that hard work that you've put in it, the last couple especially months. Especially those students, you know, with yeah. finals, it's, it's, uh, it can be a very unhealthy time for a lot of college students in yep. general. Yep. Uh, and so just really take care of yourselves. Don't let the stress of school ruin your health. Um, don't let the distance from your teammates prevent you from Staying working motivated. out. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, one thing that I know a few teams do is that they have everybody on Snapchat and they send each other, not, uh, you know, kind of snaps of what they're doing to get better yeah. uh, in a way to maybe motivate each other or to hold each other accountable. Right. Um, that's definitely something that that is helpful uh, because as a member of a team, if I have a teammate that's constantly sending me snaps of them working out, I start to question uh what you're doing yeah <laughs> like what the hell am i doing to get better they're out here you know running in the cold or whatever right um and i understand some people in different regions and areas have snow to deal with right which snow and ice sucks in terms of having a a place to go run outside and Practice do cone and do drills anything. and yeah. yeah um to exist yeah so you know extra extra respect to those that are able to power through that and still make their way to the gym and um even if you can't go to the gym you know there are things that you can do at home body weight workouts and stuff yeah um something in high school that i I always just stuck with me um was that during the off season one of the coaches said to get a calendar and each day you know you you have you can have a red marker and a, a green marker or you can do a check and an X, well, however you want to do it. But each day, you know, you color it green if you did something to get better. And you color it red if you didn't. Um, so that at the end of a week, you know, you can kind of see which days you're you're getting better. Like how many days of the week that right. you put forth to get better. It's um, like a, a visual thing. of Instead of being like, oh, yeah, I haven't worked out in a few days. You can really see like, oh, I haven't worked out in a few yeah, days. And yeah, yeah. Um, I definitely think another thing outside of working out that you can do to get better is just simply watching film, learning how to study film, look at other players. Um, that's really all I'm going to say about that. Um, but yeah, and and eat healthy. I mean, yeah. you mentioned it. Don't binge eat. I mean, I I'm a huge. I mean, the holidays <laughs> are coming up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I'm me personally. Like, I tend to fall out of my uh, eating routine. Yeah. And I'll, I'll start to eat a lot more. And it's really just keeping myself in check. Yeah. So um, I think those are like some great tips for the winter break. Yeah, I was kind of all over the place. Um, <laughs> I mean, the main thing is, like, you know... Stay active. Stay active. Eat right. Portion control. And, and, and stay... Keep in touch with your teammates. Yeah, keeping motivated and keep in touch with your teammates because there's no reason just because you're, you're not in the same city to not be pushing each other to to get better every day yeah and work on individual skills things that that you can do on your own to get better yeah um especially college students that you know go home for the the break and they don't have something to do like you can work on individual skill things teach your siblings how to play quidditch yeah spread the good word of quidditch yeah use them as as dummies use them as tackling dummies oh not not necessarily tackling passing dummies Target dummies. Hey, go catch this ball. Yeah. Use them as target practice. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, 
raise your hands yes. above your head. Yeah. You know. If, aim, you're a be- if you're a beater. You know what they say. Purposes. Aim small, miss small. Yeah. <laughs> um, People say that, yeah. And then there's also, let's see, there's Snow Cup and there's the LSQC. Uh, Christmas Cup? Is that what it's called? I don't know what it is, but it's in January. Um, fantasy Tournament. Um, so, yeah, you know, there are those things that you can go to. To get, but those, those play with make, other people. Those get, always make me nervous. Develop some insight. Yeah, they make me nervous as well. I, I personally, but at the same time, it's kind of like, what's the difference between like you're playing Quidditch or like you could be doing like another like yeah, like, well, yeah, I play, was playing pickup soccer. And that yeah, thing. yeah, you could hurt yourself Just, walking down the stairs. Yeah, um, so it's kind of like yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's one one less opportunity to. But, yeah. I mean, if it's doing what you love, you might as well. I mean, why not? And you get to meet new people. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think it's I think it's fine to go to these fantasy tournaments and right. stuff. Um, I definitely think they're they're uh, it's a venue for learning and growth. Yeah. As a player. For sure. Um. But yeah, so kind of going on into wrapping up this first season of the podcast uh i've had a lot of fun doing this yeah. and i hope it has been helpful to people um we'll definitely send out we've said this before but we'll definitely send out a survey kind of, of being like you know what were some things that you liked about the podcast what were some things you didn't like about the podcast uh, going forward like what are some tips tricks topics that you would like us to cover so that way we can make season two better yeah and and more as as beneficial as possible to you and yeah. your team because because we you know like we're doing this for the listeners. an organization yeah yeah because we're doing this for the listeners so like if if you're a listener and you're like well not, they've been covering some things that like don't really pertain to me like we want to know what does pertain to you that yeah. would help you and, and and we'll also come up with other things over the break yeah um, yeah we were looking into ideas for little segments and stuff. For, for the podcast. Some videos, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and in order to do some of these things, it does cost money. Money which we don't really have, uh, but we would love to start some kind of Kickstarter or GoFundMe or something. Right. Whether it be with perks or without perks or uh, whatever. We, we'd love to have some kind of reward for people that contribute. Um, reward. Some kind of perk i guess it's such a <laughs> yeah. whatever um i feel weird asking for money and stuff but we don't really have the money to be able to fund the podcast so if you enjoy the podcast you think it helps you uh even if you send a dollar you know i any anything helps right. um so we'll definitely be and, and th- this is for the soundcloud subscription um so that we can get these up. I know there are other venues to put podcasts up, but we really do like SoundCloud. Um, and, you know, along with other other fun things that we want to do to be able to provide um, beneficial information to the masses. Right. So, yeah, we'll be looking into resources to to get resources, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Um, yeah. Ways to just kind of keep this going. So, we're definitely going to keep up with content during uh winter break of some sort so always check out our facebook twitter instagram um for stuff um about quidditch about staying active about staying motivated 
And also just if you're curious to know what what we do to what get better do. over the break. Yeah. <laughs> we'll post that stuff too. Sure. Well. This, is, this has been a good season. It's been real. Yeah. Happy season finale. It's been really real. Yeah. I'm going to start crying. Becky, hold me. Oh, wait. Don't actually. Um, it's okay. <laughs> well. It's okay. It's time to say goodbye. For now. Bye. Bye-bye. 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 Bye. 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 We'd like to thank Bird's Barbershops, Dragon's Lair Comics, and Peterson's Broomsticks for sponsoring Texas Cavalry.